Hey everybody, welcome to another drive-through mini vlog from the floor of my game room. Uh, I have a, another topic today. Uh, this is based on some comments and stuff from my last uh, podcast where I talked about like linguistics and happiness and kind of what we're actually doing and kind of saying about ourselves when we sit down to play a game with others, with ourselves or whatever, and kind of that brain space that we're in. The idea of the sort of the complexity side of games uh, came up in a couple of comments and and it made me just kind of step back and think, okay, why do I really like, you know, complicated games? And I wanted to kind of pose the question to you. So I'll answer the question here. Um, and I also will just say, I also enjoy like a silly quick game as well. Like my group gives me a lot of guff for Exploding Kittens, which I really enjoy. I still have in my collection. And I find it really silly and really fun. And there's really kind of a strange like, intensity to that game. And I enjoy that side of the game, that, that side of the hobby. And like stuff like Splendor or whatever too, I really enjoy. But there's something kind of interesting about complicated big games because in the last podcast, I kind of talked about how gaming can be a leisurely, relaxing, sort of contentment-driven activity versus like an exciting activity. And, you know, I was trying to think, okay, why do I really like a complicated game where I've got to use a lot of brain power and that kind of stuff? And so there's a couple of things I came up with. I'll kind of cut to the chase here and kind of my two points, and then I'll ask you uh, for yours. And so the first one to me is I read a couple of articles, which I'll link down, and there's sort of a sort of a level of achievement or satisfaction when you beat like a hard game. And these articles are relationship to uh, video games like Dark Souls, Super Meat Boy, Cuphead, and that kind of stuff. So why do people really like to play through really, really hard games and they, you know, die a lot and they have to, you know, play a game a hundred times or a level a hundred times to get through the level. And there's like a rewarding level of satisfaction that you were able to kind of go through those gates, sort of put together the pieces of the puzzle, the pieces of the design, unlock those, and then move through into the next thing. And I think the same thing kind of goes for uh, complicated games. You see I've got On Mars here and Age of Sigmar miniatures and stuff in the background. And there's a level of, re of reward there for when you can kind of parse the design, parse the system, kind of get into the headspace of the designers a little bit, and then, you know, again, kind of unlock that gate and get through that next hurdle. I think that's sort of a very apparently human sort of thing where you want to sort of get to the next stage of whatever it is. So I think that's point one, and I think that does apply to me personally. I do like to sit down with the design and parse through everything and kind of you know, just kind of make those sort of neural connections or something like that. So the second part of it is uh, there's like a commitment aspect to it. And I think with a complicated game, there's a reward that comes again at the end of that, not necessarily by just parsing the system and getting through it, because once you parse a system, what's the point of like playing it again and again? So on Mars, I would say you probably can't get the full breadth of it within one play, certainly not with a game like Age of Sigmar. Um, but once you kind of do make those connections, what keeps you kind of coming back to it? And this probably applies a little bit more for Age of Sigmar, but there's a certain level of satisfaction also with the commitment and that just, just the pure time that you spend uh, involved with it. So for Age of Sigmar, it's very easy to describe. You have the painting, you've got kind of the lore and stuff, lots of aspects to read, uh, multiple ways to kind of configure your army or Magic the Gathering, you got your decks and stuff. Uh, but even with like a game like On Mars or many other games, uh, there's a certain level of satisfaction that is, it's almost like a relationship that you have with the game. And it just can be more and more and more rewarding as you start to plumb the depths and different sort of 
happenstance and mechanics and strategies emerge over the course of, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of plays uh, based on, you know, playing with different people and stuff. So if you think of just a, a real human relationship, when you first get into a relationship, it's very exciting. You're, you're getting to know each other. You're getting to know each other's quirks and all that kind of fun stuff. And that's really fun and cool. But then after you've been in a relationship with somebody for decades, maybe, uh, there's also those next layers of communication. And communication can become very uh, quick and sometimes in, in a lot of ways. And it's a lot more rewarding. So it's hard to explain if you've not been, you know, like married for decades or in a relationship with a significant other for several decades or even like, you know, a year. Um, you know, that kind of rewarding communication in a good, healthy relationship is, is, is something else. <laughs> and, um, and so I think in a similar way with, with any kind of hobby, though, if you spend a lot of time with it, there is a rewarding aspect to it. So the complicated games, the games that, that require more commitment and more of your time, uh, there's a certain level, uh, to that, that, that I think is, is a lot rewarding. So, so those kind of two things I think are, are kind of why I like it. Cause I like to unlock those gates and go through it. And then I also, when you come back to it, you know, I don't think it's necessarily like nostalgia and stuff like that. Sometimes the, some of that kicks in, but I think if you can kind of step away from that, there's a real actual relationship and a committed sort of level there uh, with some of the complicated games. Now that can happen also with comp games that are not as complicated. Like I still really like exploding kittens, but with a complicated game, it requires more time out of you, I think. So kind of, those are kind of the two aspects of why I like it, but I'm very curious because uh, I didn't see any articles about why people like complicated games. Now, why they like difficult games, or in the case of video games and the articles that I'll link, I saw that and that made sense and they explained themselves pretty well. But the complexity side of it, I thought that was interesting. Like why choose something so complex? But I mean, why do people choose a complex profession? I think in that case, I'm gonna ramble just for an extra minute here. I think in that case, because they're really seeking some kind of truth, like why would somebody be a physicist or something like that, or uh, a philosopher, historian, that kind of thing, because they, they're they looking for seeking a truth. But with a game, you know, or a hobby, why would you do an extraly complex thing? Maybe you're missing something in your life or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think so. But I'm curious about that. I'm just curious what people think about it. Okay, thanks.